Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Friday. Hello, the weekend. TGIF. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Good morning. Morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and on the old driving in on the car radio. Another Ottawa Senators win last night, back to back, beating the Washington Capitals and sending Ovechkin back home to Washington with a 5 2 win. Yeah, it started off pretty slow with a 2 nothing lead for Washington, but then they rallied. This team is just uh, honestly absolutely incredible. And if you're looking for a red Bavarian hat, I have the exact place where you can get one. Tomorrow afternoon, the Senators are hosting the Anaheim, uh, not the Anaheim, the um, uh, Arizona Coyotes, Coyotes yeah. at 4 o'clock. So they're inviting you to Oktoberfest starting at 1 p.m. Uh, with uh, German traditions, including Schwaben dancers, keg tapping, and specialty-themed food, which I'm guessing would be a lot of sausage. Yeah, I would think so. And mm. sauerkraut. Beer. Mm. Lots of beer. <laughs> and the first 5,000 fans will receive a red Bavarian hat. Oh, cool. so if you want to enjoy the activities, you can get out there tomorrow at one, just after one o'clock. There's a big white tent outside of gate one and you can dance and drink your beer away. Literally couldn't be a perfect day for that. Like oh, a more good. perfect day for that. Because yeah, it's going like, to be like 18, 19 degrees. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like unheard of. Uh, the Sens also just released a new jersey yesterday. Totally. Yeah. So this is like the entire league has done this. Their, um, their new reverse retro jersey was yeah. launched. And um, they say that they kind of like took this kind of from the uh, 1997 era of the team. And um, it's got a lot of curves on it. It's like a little vintage retro kind of look. Well, I saw a lot of fans, you know, coming up with their mock-up ideas because they wanted wanted a red jersey. You can never please any fans anywhere. Mm -hmm. I've been a fan for over 25 years, and this is a solid jersey. I like it. I love the numbers, the way the numbers are curved on the back. Yeah, it's a very curvy, like everything is. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I'm just looking it up because I'm late to the party and I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. Uh, Yeah, and that's the thing is like uh, when they put the ones out last year, people were like, oh, there's too much black. And, you know, like you'll you'll never please all the people. But it's nice to see a little bit more red come back for sure. Mm -hmm. It was interesting to see the Montreal Canadiens ditching their red and going for a blue. Now, the blue is reminiscent of the Expos. Uh, if you right, remember okay. the Expos. But a lot of Montreal Canadiens fans are like, that's not the jersey. To, how could you do it? Blah, blah, blah. You can never please it. Well, everybody. they don't want to be associated with the other blue team. Yes. <laughs> when are the Sens going to get their brand? Because the other teams have started getting their brands, I right? Know. On their jerseys? I, they have a brand on their helmets, I think, now. But I didn't see one on their jerseys yet. Everything's for sale. Who has the brand uh, right now? There's a, there's, a team, there's a company in Canada. Um, I forget it. It's, the marketing is working really well. Um, uh, for their away games, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I saw something on their helmet for the opening night. I think it was Bet ninety nine. Oh, okay, but uh, there's a local company, uh, Canaxis. Is that this? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think that actually might be it. Yeah, yeah, mm. but it's not on the actual jersey. I think that's that would cost a lot of money because the Maple Leafs have milk on the front of their jersey and the Habs have RBC. So give it time. Before uh, legendary Ottawa Place has their logo on the jersey, I kind of love that the leaves have milk, just yeah. like milk, <laughs> just all the dairy farmers, just all with us. I love it. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move One Hundred. All right, everybody, gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact about movies. The term footage. You ever hear that that term before? Yeah, yeah footage. Yeah. Do you know where it comes from? Probably for like uh, how long a film reel needs to be in order to get like a second of footage. 
takes a uh, foot or something you, like You're right. Uh, it comes from the early days of movie making when films were measured in feet while being edited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the next time you watch some footage of a movie, you think of uh, Move 100. <laughs> so you gave us a fact before about how long some of those reels were. Like... Remember? Yeah, you, it was like kilometers or something like yeah, that. Or like, yeah, like, or it was those like big kilometer. huge film reels yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I did, yeah. So now that you're telling us that footage comes from, they're measured in feet, it's absolutely going to blow our freaking minds. Is that yes. what you said? Yes. <laughs> okay. yeah, did I did I steal your thunder when I knew exactly what it meant? <laughs> well, you sort of killed the bit, but it's fine. <laughs> you, uh, d- you shouldn't ask a question. I, I went to school, like my program was film, radio, and TV. So I, I studied oh. that too. I studied some film. So. Oh, you did? Stu yeah. studied it for twice as long as you probably did, though. <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> we know. Uh, so what do you give that fact, uh, Angie? Uh, I'm going to give it, I did, yeah, I'm going to give it a, a, a 7.5. Uh, Janelle? A 6. All right. Uh, <laughs> so the scores, we go 10-0-30 from Bitterman and his wife. Bitterman says he knew that uh, 8, what? Oh, he knew, knew, that. knew that gives me an 8 and then his wife gives me a 10. Interesting, but useless, this movie lover. To this, useless to this movie lover. Uh, I'll keep it short, says Connie, the wound care nurse, and I'm going to give you a five. Why? <laughs> Thankfully, my mother's listening. Stuart's number one favorite fan is Veronica Mama gives him a 10. Thanks, mother. <laughs> when does she not? Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Uh, early morning kids. That's a 9.5. We didn't remember that other fact about the length of film. So mm. I guess they were impressed twice over this morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. A 7.5 from Sassy Kathy. Uh, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman, Ghost Rider. That's an intelligent, useless fact. They're giving you a 10. That's why they're in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know uh, but, how you get there. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Country Bumpkins giving me a 10. Thank you very much. Uh, D. McLeod's giving you a 7. That was okay. Okay. So, um, what do you let's, think? Let's end on a high note. That? Yeah, uh, let's end on a high note. Uh, interesting. 10 for me, the wannabe Canadian. Mm-hmm. You've had a pretty solid week, though, all around, so good yeah. job. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, yesterday we were watching and watching to see what was going to happen in that Ontario courtroom with the Jacob Hogard trial as the judge asked him to stand and sentenced him to five years in prison for sexually assaulting an Ottawa woman. And uh, when she delivered the sentence, the judge made it very clear that she accepts the victim's account in its entirety. Finally, the victim is believed, good. is what they were saying yesterday. Good. So it was, it was, uh, you know, good to see. But what, what, what is so messed up about our court system is that, I mean, the Crown wanted six to seven years. His defense team wanted three to four after he was found guilty by trial. Um, she gave him five, which is right in the middle, middle of the road. However, he's been out already since 2018 on bail, awaiting this trial and through the trial process, he's been out, and so now. Yesterday afternoon, his team has already filed an appeal, and so you either get bail while your appeal goes through the courts, which could take months and or years, or you stay in prison during that time. He was granted bail. Really? So he's out. He's out. Yeah. So, and he'll stay out until that goes through the court system yet again. Oh, my God. And he has his other court case, which is also still pending. This won't be the last case like this. I guarantee you more people will speak out now. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's good. It's, I mean, it was a win for... For the victim, at least, for the judge to be so very clear that the account was completely believed. Yeah. So 
be pretty uh, confident that Taylor Swift will be all up in your face trending all weekend and for the next several weeks as people dive in and dissect this album that she released at midnight called Midnights. And what she did in this, quote, chaotic surprise is that she also released seven additional bonus tracks called Midnight's 3 a.m. edition. She released that at 3 o'clock in the morning. That was what the little Easter egg thing was. So three hours later. So it's basically 20 tracks, like an A and a B side of of this album. She comes out with basically another double album. Right, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this highly anticipated 10th album from her um, has a lot of uh, writing credits on it. Her boyfriend Joe appears in the writing credits again. And also Zoe Kravitz who uh, teamed up with her on a couple of songs, including this one, which is getting a lot of critic praise. This one's called Lavender Haze. I like it. I like it. Or that in the bathroom. What? what? Did she record? It sounded like she was in the bathroom recording that. No. No. It sounded really oh. good. I like it. It's a nice mature thing. She does a lot of swearing on this album, I noted. <laughs> that sounds very different than anything we've heard from Taylor. Yeah. She so. definitely went back to the more kind of pop roots with a lot of the songs. Uh, she crashed Spotify. No surprise. Some of the albums were showing up on shelves too early at certain Walmarts. Some stores didn't even get their shipments in time, so they won't have them for a <laughs> oh couple gosh. days. So it wasn't without its kinks, but... Taylor has arrived. And that's what's trending. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. I want you to think back to your childhood about specific houses that you love to go to because, well, let's just face it, they were better than your house. They had better <laughs> food. They had better activities. They maybe had some super cool room in their house. And I bring this up because I went grocery shopping the other day and I bought strawberry milk for the first time. In like twenty five years, <laughs> why did I like? I I don't know that I've ever seen a carton of strawberry milk. Certainly the chocolate, but I always just thought strawberry milk was something you made with powder. But I I don't know think I've ever seen too. the cartons of strawberry. I and, haven't seen the. And carton now either. that you say that, I don't know that I've ever even seen it in the grocery store until this week when I went shopping, and um, you know, like those smaller cartons of yeah. chocolate milk that you can get. Yeah, it was on sale for a dollar. The strawberry milk was right beside it, and it was on sale for a dollar as well. And I was like, I am totally buying some of this. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. That So why the strawberry milk? Because I would get strawberry milk at my aunt's house. Every single time we went to their place, my younger brother and I, because we had a cousin around the same age, we would spend some time there in the summer and we were quite close as families. I loved going there. She had strawberry milk. She had the Nesquik and we could make chocolate milk. She always had like Lucky Charms and Fruit Loops, all the good sugary <laughs> sweet cereal uh, goodness. Yeah. Like imagine putting strawberry milk on Fruit Loops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Life-changing. We could do that at their house. Oh, yeah. We could not do that at my house. Yeah, Chocolate different milk, rules. strawberry milk, sugary cereals, those just didn't exist at my house. So yeah, I plain always... milk on shreddies is not the yeah. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just always remember loving going there because I knew we were going to get some good stuff. Like, we were going to get some sweet treats that we never got at home. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So we're talking about those times, uh, you know, that you used to always go to so-and-so's house to get blank. Yeah. So friend, family member, who was it for you? 
Uh, for me, it was my neighbor, Nick. I would always leave my house and go about four houses down. Nick had a pool. He was the second person on the on the street who had a pool, and that was huge in the 80s. Oh, yeah. We didn't have a pool. My father was too cheap to put in a pool. He's like, why put in a pool? Go to Nick's house. <laughs> so I'd go to Nick's house, and I would I'd go into it. Nick actually got home later than I did from school. So I'd go there before he came home. I said, uh, Mrs. Martieri, can I go in the pool? Okay, just be careful. <laughs> I'd go in the pool. I'd be lounging, and Nick would come home from school. Uh, Mrs. Martieri would give me any snack that I wanted. Mm. There was no rules in her house. Well, she wow. had rules for her kid. He was an only child like me, and she and I was an only child, so uh, she took uh, me under her wing. Yeah. And my mother was happy that somebody else was watching her kid. Exactly. Mm. That yeah. sounds like a win-win for your parents. Yeah. Totally. I don't know that she loved having you there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she maybe loved me. She, maybe if she's feeding you all these like, you know, sweet snacks, that means she's like, hey, come on back for more. Yeah. She was yeah. welcoming you to do that. Totally. <laughs> I see your pool and I raise you a river. So oh. my best friend growing up lived right on the Ottawa River in Crystal Beach. Oh, and God. A big, beautiful, massive house. And so we could go there after school swim out to their floating dock, tan, hang out, put sun in in our hair. Oh, yeah. Her dad would come out, take us out for a quick water ski before dinner. He'd always order us takeout. Oh, they that's were the best. allowed to have like 10 friends sleep over, big what? slumber parties in the basement. They had a pool table. They had a theater room. Like... It was just like we grew up large, even yeah. though we didn't live large because we lived at her house. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best. Nick also had a big screen TV, and that was huge in the early 90s. Oh, yeah, for sure. So brag to us, <laughs> what was it for you? I used to always go to Blank's house to get blank. What was it? Give us a call at 750-1100 or text it in at 10 Ah, we're reminiscing about those places that had it all. You'd go over there, they'd have the best food or the best toys or the best gadgets. Maybe a closet full of clothes you like to borrow. Uh, so we're asking you, I always used to go to Blank's house to get blank. And a perfect example of that is this text we got to 10 30 It says, I used to go to the neighbor's house all the time. They had, in my eyes, uh, the best house. They had a pool, a trampoline, a computer in her room. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, that's, that's boss. With yeah. all the coolest games. And their VHS selection was amazing. They had all the Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. <laughs> and they would always order us McDonald's whenever we went over. Honestly, anyone who had like a massive VHS collection yeah. when you were a kid was like yeah. God in your eyes. It's totally. interesting you bring that up because so Dawn said that she thinks her house was the house that everybody liked to come mm. to versus like where she liked to go to because she's like the gang would always come over to our house in high school to watch horror movies on the VCR because her mom worked at the rental counter. Oh. So they got to see all of the movies before they were like even <gasps> released. Oh, oh, that's very cool. She said they were quality checking. <laughs> you didn't have to wait like a week until someone returned the copy. Or pay for it. Like, yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. But how about this text? I could relate to this. My best friend's mom owned a candy business and ran it out of her house. Unlimited candy Ooh. of all sorts. We helped her bag. Kids oh. heaven. One for you, one for me. Exactly. <laughs> There'd be a lot of candy going missing. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer, whose house was it for you that you absolutely loved to go to? Once my cousin who lived around across the corner from us, we were raised like sisters. Her grandmother was Armenian, but was trained as pastry chef in France. Oh. So, and we weren't allowed any sugary stuff at home because I wasn't allowed sugar. I talked back. I acted badly. 
So I'd go there, and we'd have pain au chocolat. She used to make the cacambouche cakes for Nadia. Oh, yes. Had, she made her own creme de mouth, and which we would just have, like, huge things of non-alcoholic creme de mouth with a little bit of water. And Nadia's parents always bought Nutella, and we never had Nutella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I used to go there. We used to just fill up, and I'd come back home, and I'd just see some smart mouth-talking kid that my mother wired. Would <laughs> I'd be wired. Yeah. Jeez, I want to go there now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. Yeah, Meme was amazing. I still have never had uh, as good as hers. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, James Corden was certainly trending this week. A restaurant in New York City banned him for life, saying he was a mean guy to the staff. And then the restaurateur said that James then apologized the next day, and then he reversed the ban on him, and we thought he was all kinds of sorry and stuff. (laughs) Well, James sat down for an interview with the New York Times this week for his latest project, and of course they asked him about the infamous restaurant incident. And he says, he's not done anything wrong. Oh, Uh, James, what is wrong with you? And in fact, he says, quote, I haven't done anything wrong on any level. So uh, I feel so zen about the whole thing. I think it's all so silly. I think it's beneath you. It's beneath me. It's beneath all of us. Wow. And certainly beneath this publication. Uh, Doesn't sound very sorry. No. What a, a turd. And I mean, there's been people who've come out and talked about how horrible yeah. he's been at their restaurants, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. So, this was uh, pretty surprising yesterday. It was actually my daughter who came in and said, uh, Mom, you might want to throw out the dry shampoo that's on your bathroom counter right now. Um, and then she told me, and then I went and looked and I did a deep dive and yeah, like massive articles about the thousands of hair products that have been recalled across Canada and the U S dry shampoos. So if you have anything from dove bedhead, Tresemme, all sold between January, 2020 and October, 2022, what get rid of it. Oh, I have some Why? of that at Me home. too. I have the Dove, yeah. I have Dove as well. So there is a detection of benzene, which is a cancer-causing chemical in the aerosol spray. And they say just immediately stop using the recalled product, dispose of it. Um, and they're working with their propellant suppliers to address the issue. But uh, this is massive. Tons of products. So, oh. Like, how um, does that even get in the product to begin with? Well, it's in the chemicals. I mean, they're all chemicals, right? So uh, there's like a detection of a higher amount of benzene because I guess you need a certain amount of it to get an aerosol spray. I don't well, know. And let's face it, women are true to their, their products. Like, yeah. if this is from 2020, people have been using mm-hmm. these products for years now. For the last now. two years, Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God, just so, another thing. Uh, make sure you uh, get all the details on that recall and make sure you don't have any of those specific products. But that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Before we begin the game, we have a special uh, in-studio visitor this morning. Yeah, we have a couple of them. We have Max and his dad, Roman, here with us this morning, just kind of scoping out the studio, getting a feel for radio, because I think, Max, you kind of like radio, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you listen to our show a lot? Yeah. Yeah. So today is what? Uh, My birthday. Your birthday! (laughs) How old are you? 11. 
11. So what's the big plan for your birthday today other than being on Move 100? <laughs> uh, me and my family are going to East Mario's. Oh. oh. Bada boom, bada bing. Bada bing. <laughs> Make sure you keep asking for more bread. <laughs> All the bread. You can never have enough bread at Eastside Mario's. So do you usually listen to the Word Wars game? Uh, yeah. Who usually yeah. wins? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's being nice. He's being diplomatic. <laughs> All right. Well, we're happy to have you, Max and Roman. Nice to see you guys in here. So uh, this is Word Wars. You're going to get to see the real thing in real life. But uh, who do we have playing with us today? On the line, we have Chris and Blair this morning joining us. Stu, you're up first with Blair. Blair, have you brought your A game today? I hope so. Okay. Uh, choice of categories, Janelle? Thanks to Lucretia Supaneka who sent in our categories this morning. We have time to celebrate or on my head. So th- things you'd wear on your hair or things you would celebrate. Um, things I'd wear, oh, maybe c- c- celebrate. The student okay. wear much in his hair. <laughs> okay, things you celebrate. <laughs> All right, things you celebrate. Three, two, one. You're born, it's your... A birthday. Yes, and you're with your spouse for a long time. It's a happy... Anniversary? Yeah, and your your high school kid is, is done high school. Graduation. What are they? Yes, and where are you right now? Uh, in my car. No, but where are you, where are you from? Like, wh- where, where do you live? In Canada? Canadian? No, but... No, you're... The place you live. Ottawa, in my okay, house. Okay, skip it. Yes, uh, no. Um, when you get engaged, then you get a big... Uh, Engagement party? No, after you get wedding. You we get were struggling. We were yeah. struggling with home. Your oh, home, mm. yeah. Blair didn't. You didn't bring your A game today. No, I <laughs> oh, stop. She was trying. Um, so you guys ended up with three. Okay. We'll see how that holds up. So um, just quickly before we go to the next contestant, uh, I want to tell Max this is how you lose a game. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right, we're gonna go over to. Uh, this is Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, Chris, we have to beat three to steal the win, okay? Okay. All right. And our category, once again, is... On my head. Things on your head, okay? Yep. All right. Here we go. You wear this in front of your face when you get married. A veil? Yeah. Uh, and you might tie a pretty red what in your hair? Bow. Like, yeah, she said ribbon. 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 Oh. Yeah, uh, and so a man wears a fancy what tie? Bow tie. Yeah, uh, women wear this in Britain, like those fancy things. They call it a like with. Uh, and let's skip no it. Wait, a baseball what? Cap. Yes, uh, and you catch a fish and you scoop it out of the water with a. Uh, yes, but yeah. I mean it doesn't matter. You really need already, it. You guys already had four, so we got. Good job, Chris. <laughs> Solid work. Tell Chris what she's won today. Chris, we're sending you to a night out at the NAC Gala with Jan Arden. You've got a pair of tickets for that coming up November the 5th. Awesome. Enjoy it. So yesterday I asked you if you hit the snooze button when you woke up this morning. Today I want to know, did you make your bed before no. you left 
Not a chance. <laughs> well, we don't ever make our beds because we still have humans in them when we leave for you, work. <laughs> you can half make your bed. You can. No. You gonna make up your own half of your bed? No. What planet do you live on, Janelle? <laughs> <laughs> Some people are very particular about making their bed and get out of bed and do so right away every morning. All the pillows, all the decorative stuff. Some people are very particular. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it's like a whole five ten minute procedure to make said bed to make it look pretty. Mm-hmm. I I say, why bother? I don't make my bed. And and Adam definitely doesn't make the bed after he gets out. Do your partners at least make the bed after you guys? Uh, my wife will make the bed once a week. Once a week? Well, she'll, no, no, no. Hang on a sec. She'll do the laundry and then uh, like redo the bed once a week. Right, because oh, she's but, washing the yeah. sheets. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Monday to Friday, it just kind of stays yeah. disheveled. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so he, he does not make the bed after I leave, but he, you know, he's up getting the kids ready and like uh, fed and all that out the door. But um, usually when I get home, like in the afternoon, I'll just kind of like at least straighten out the duvet or put the sheets right. up so we're ready to get back in them, you know, mm. because like we sleep wildly, I guess, and the <laughs> sheets are always at the end and the whatever. So like I make it like that much, but not like all decorative and pretty or anything. Yeah. So don't feel any shame in the fact that we don't make our beds because this is actually what a cleaning expert says is a good thing to do. In fact, she is warning people that if you make your bed, it might be a little bit grosser than not making it. Really? They say that you need to let your bed breathe. Yeah, well, think about that. Think about when you get up sometimes in the morning, how much sweat's going on. (laughs) Some people are heat pumps at night, and yeah, it would make sense to let it air out a bit before before you put the cover on and bake it in there. Exactly. You just bury that sweat in there. It never has a chance to dry out and it's just going to be gross. I think that's honestly, I had that thought this summer because Adam sweats like crazy. Mm. And I was like, we can't put the cover back on because the sheets are wet. right now. Right. <laughs> like it's just gross. So they're confirming it. Kids everywhere driving with parents in their cars right now are rejoicing. <laughs> See, totally. I don't have to make my bed. It's fine. The thing, that, the thing that drives me nuts is my kids leave their my my daughter leaves her room like a mess. There's clothes all over all over the floor, and I'm like Isabella, clean up your room. I don't have to. Yes, you do. This is my house. My kids are weird though about their beds. Like they have not just one blanket. They don't sleep with a top sheet, which I think is weird. That's they, bizarre. They always take them off and bundle them up and leave them on the floor. They only want the duvet sheet cover like on top of them. But they also each have about six blankets each in their bed that they bury themselves in. So like even if they make their bed, there's like five different throw pillows and blankets all over the place so it's never like neat in there do you, you guys eat your house angie like what oh they, they are cocoon it? sleepers it's so crazy you have duvets for all, all your kids well they have duvet like a maid have a duvet yeah. uh, we don't have a duvet what do, what? do you give her a we, napkin to sleep with no <laughs> we have like uh not duvets we have very thin um comforter uh, like a comforter. quilt oh. um i think so oh, duvet, there's two comforter it's like the same thing isn't there, it no there's two uh, duvet is heavier yeah, they have duvets with their covers. No. But they also have like, I don't know, I think there's other people like me whose kids have just like a ton of blankets. Like yeah. she's got a purple blanket and there's a plaid blanket and then there's like a fuzzy blanket and then they ask for blankets for Christmas and the kids love blankets for some reason. I don't know what it is. Mm. So there's a lot of blankets around. I'm wearing a blanket right now in the studio. <laughs> yeah, because you're always you cold. Where I, they know. Get it from. I don't know where that yeah. apple fell from. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending?
And what's trending brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. Well, someone who happens to be trending is none other than Cookie Monster. Why? Cookie Monster broke Twitter when he revealed... Is it a he? I think so. He? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. He, eh? He's a he. When he revealed something pretty big, did you know that Cookie Monster actually has a real name? I thought his name was Cookie Monster. No. So he had a name... And he lived with this name until the first time he tried a cookie. And then he became <laughs> Cookie Monster because he became obsessed. But everybody, let your minds be blown here when I tell you that Cookie Monster has revealed, did you know my real name is Sid? Sid. That I just, did know that. I did, did actually know that. I did that this as a useless fact when we first started doing the segment at 625. Okay. Well, most of the world did not know that. And they're like, oh my gosh, my 45 years of loving the Cookie Monster have just been like demolished. It's so boring. Sid just doesn't fit him. Yeah. Sid. No. Like Sid the Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, he tweeted that out. Thousands of retweets and likes later. People are trying to process that. Speaking of breaking the internet, that is what Taylor Swift has once again done. She released her brand new album, her 10th at midnight. It's called Midnights. And uh, she did something really big. So at midnight, she released the album Midnights. And then she said that there was going to be a chaotic surprise coming at 3 a.m. And people were like, well, why 3 a.m.? It's a weird time to announce something. But what she did was she released more tracks, almost like those vault tracks that she's doing on her bonus albums. So more tracks that are Midnight's but the 3am edition. So essentially 20 new Taylor Swift songs. Just two albums. You know. Full of music. Just casual. Just <laughs> just been writing, you know. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is uh, credited for some of the writing on this album. Her boyfriend Joe once again helped her out with some tracks. She crashed Spotify, of course, when it was released at midnight. But but uh, yeah, critics are loving this album, and many of them are saying it's her best ever yet. They say that every time she they do. The new <laughs> but like, where Folklore and Evermore scored about eighty percent with some of the critics, this one's scoring a hundred, which I thought was wild. So what you're saying is it's good. Apparently, I'm still trying to process through it. I've listened to a couple songs, but now for the first time ever here on Move 100, it's the premiere of Taylor Swift's new song. It's called Antihero from her new. Midnight's album. Have a listen. Tell us what you think. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. For Nikayla Hicks and Dennis Stacy, hiking was their happy place. They were so busy with life. They had four teenagers between them. And although they never really put the time or the expense towards officially getting married, they were connected and they connected through nature until the hike the other day when Dennis felt so breathless, his chest so tight, he took himself to emergency. And he said they were actually surprised he walked in there. They thought that he probably should have died on that hike. Wow. Turn Turns out there's a tumor cutting off 98% of the blood flow between his heart and lungs. And he was told it was a likely aggressive cancer and just too risky to move. 
So Dennis says that's when you start seeing the darkness seeping in around you, especially when everything you had planned to do with your family during this seemingly endless series of tomorrows is suddenly canceled and you're being placed in palliative care. So as a dad, he said, you need to look your kids in the eye. You need to tell them all the things you need to tell them. And you say goodbye. And then you turn to your partner of the last 14 years and you propose. So Dennis said, smiling from his hospital bed to Nikayla, I think we should just get married. And she was like, absolutely. And she ran out the door. I didn't even know where she went. And when she came back, there was a wedding. So thanks to the help from a nurse going above and beyond, within three hours, they had found a minister. They bought a marriage license at a drugstore. They (laughs) borrowed golden hospital gowns from the mental health unit. And there they were, surrounded by a handful of friends who were able to come quickly and family in the hospital courtyard. Others watched over Zoom from around the country and they exchanged vows. Um, and when, you know, people said, well, why didn't you get married sooner? Like years ago, he said, we just thought we had time Yeah. Mm. and then you don't. And so we did. Um, so before they said, I do though, a small glimmer of hope. So Dennis's doctor whispered in his ear, I might be able to find a way to do this surgery. And he said that to me was the ultimate wedding gift. Uh, He said it is a long shot, but it's a glimmer of hope that they're Mm -hmm. hanging on to right now as they spend their honeymoon in the hospital (laughs) and say that they're grateful. No matter what happens next, their family has learned that you can transform the worst days of your life into the most beautiful. Wow. Yes, 100%. Mm. It's incredible. Yeah. I love that story. That's all the feels on Move 100.